J-Bone here, and I've got everything you need to know before you watch the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix. J-Bone! The Austrian Grand Prix weekend begins on Friday, June 30th with Free Practice 1, and because it's the second of this season's six sprint weekends, also Grand Prix qualifying, which will take place at 10 a.m. Central Time, which is 3 p.m. UTC. Sprint race qualifying, aka the sprint shootout, will take place Saturday, July 1st at 5 a.m. Central Time, which is 10 a.m. UTC, and the sprint race follows shortly after at 9.30 a.m. Central Time, which is 2.30 p.m. UTC. And the Grand Prix is on Sunday, July 2nd at 8 a.m. Central Time or 1 p.m. UTC. In case you need it, here is a quick refresher on how Formula One sprint weekends work in 2023 ahead of this weekend's Austrian Grand Prix sprint weekend. Friday contains the sprint weekend's only practice session and the Grand Prix qualifying session, which still determines the weekend's official pole sitter, but now also sets the grid for Sunday's Grand Prix instead of setting the grid for the sprint race like it used to. In order to set the grid for the sprint race now, Saturday contains a new qualifying session, the Sprint Shootout, which replaces that pointless Park Ferme free practice 2 session. The Sprint Shootout qualifying session contains Q1, Q2, and Q3 like a normal qualifying session, except they're all shorter than they are in normal qualifying sessions, and also all cars must run medium tires for Q1 and Q2 and soft tires for Q3. The sprint race is now a standalone Saturday event that awards points to the top eight finishers but has no impact on the Grand Prix grid, which it used to determine but is now determined by Friday qualifying. And Sunday is the Grand Prix. And speaking of the Grand Prix, let's check in with producer Jeff, who is currently on the Formula Bone pit wall at the Austrian Grand Prix. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey, J-Bone. I'm here in Austria for the sprint week, but you wouldn't know it because no one else here is sprinting. Give me your Austin Dig. By the way, you can get the Formula Bone merch that producer Jeff and I are wearing right now by heading to the Formula Bone shop where I just added a bunch of awesome new designs from the brain of J-Bone. There's this windless racing shirt. There's, there's this El Plan shirt. There's so much merch. It's all amazing merch. And if you're cool like Formula Bone subscriber are now, you can wear this merch to a race and I will repost you. Go get my merch. J-Bone! Here are three Austrian Grand Prix fun facts. Fact one, the 2002 Austrian Grand Prix ended in extremely controversial fashion as Ferrari used team orders to have race leader Rubens Barrichello slow down on the final lap and allow his Ferrari teammate Michael Schumacher to pass him and win the race in order to improve Schumacher's World Drivers' Championship lead. After the race, Schumacher had Barrichello stand on the top step of the podium and hold the first place trophy and the FIA were so embarrassed by this act that they actually banned team orders from 2003 to 2010. Fact two, Niki Lauda is the only Austrian driver to ever win the Austrian Grand Prix, which he did in 1984 on his way to becoming 1984's World Drivers' Champion by just half a point, the slimmest margin of victory in the history of the World Drivers' Championship. And fact three, and this fact, by the way, is absolutely bananas. You guys, it's very crazy, okay? You're not going to believe it. But, and I'm going to warn you again, this is crazy. So prepare yourselves, maybe sit down, get a glass of water to make sure you're all good. You ready? Okay. Fact three. 
The Red Bull Ring is Red Bull's home circuit. Okay, but if you want an actual fun fact, it's that because the Red Bull Ring has so few turns, a lap around it is actually the shortest lap on the Formula One calendar by time, with last year's pole lap coming in at under one minute, five seconds in length. Box for Adreed. Formula Bone is sponsored by Caldera Lab. Caldera Lab is here to save the day when it comes to saving your skin, so listen up. If you're no longer seeing results from your current skincare routine or are simply looking to finally get into caring for your skin for the first time, Caldera Lab is here to help. Caldera Lab's products are backed by a leading clinical trial where 9 out of 10 men experienced healthier and visibly improved skin. Caldera Labs products can start producing visible skin improvements in as little as seven days with results guaranteed within 60 days or your money back. So you have nothing to lose. I love when companies stand behind their products like Caldera Lab does with money back guarantees because you literally have nothing to lose and many things to gain. Their flagship products are the Clean Slate Cleanser, Base Layer Moisturizer, Icon Eye Serum, and the star of the show, the Good Serum, which contains 27 active botanicals and is dermatologist vetted. The best part is, for being a Formula Bone fan, Caldera Lab has given me a special offer just for you. Get 20% off at calderalab.com fbone with code fbone. And if you're not ready to purchase but are interested in learning more about what Caldera Lab can do for your skin, still head to calderalab.com fbone where there are plenty more details about what Caldera Lab's amazing products can do for you. That's 20% off at calderalab.com fbone with code fbone. The Austrian Grand Prix's Red Bull Ring has the fewest number of turns of any Formula One circuit with just 10 turns in total, and here's what a lap around it looks like. The run-up from the starting grid to turn one is pretty short and uphill, and you need to make sure you get a good entry and exit there as it sets you up for the longest effective straight at the circuit between turns one and three, which is one of the Red Bull Ring's three DRS straights, each with their own detection zone, meaning if you overtake on either of the first two DRS straights, you'll then have to defend against a re-overtake. At the end of this effective straight that goes uphill and then shoots even more uphill at the end is the turn three hairpin, which is the slowest speed corner at the circuit and the most elevated corner at the circuit that, again, you need to get just right or you'll compromise your maximum speed on the second DRS straight between turns three and four, that pretty much just goes straight downhill and ends with a low speed corner, making for a quite tricky braking zone that can lead to lockups. Between turns four and eight is the circuit's only non-straight section composed of the high speed turns five and eight with the medium speed turns six and seven between them. There's then a lengthy non-DRS straight between turns eight and nine that I think would be pretty funny for them to turn into a fourth DRS straight just for chaos purposes before the medium to high speed turn nine and turn 10, which spits you back onto the DRS main straight Patui, where you'll pray to the heavens that you are not stuck in a DRS train led by a Williams locomotive because you're about to have back to back to back DRS straights if DRS is enabled. And that is a lap around the Red Bull ring. j -bong! For tire compounds at the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix, Pirelli have opted for the softest compound range, the C3 hards, C4 mediums, and C5 softs. 
Pirelli are slacking, and at the time of me recording this, Pirelli Motorsport Director Mario Isola has not yet released his statement about their tire choices, so I'm just going to make one up. Fake quote, I really like these tires. They're good tires. Austria is a cool country, and I like that their flag is so easy to draw. Tires are made out of rubber, and the longer you drive on them, the less rubber there is on them. You can tell that a tire is a tire by the way that it is. I like to spell tire with a Y instead of an I because I dare to be different. Also, I love Formula Bone. That guy makes great F1 content. J-Bone. End fake quote. Thank you, Mario. Next up, here are your storylines to follow for the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix. Your first storyline, F1 Sprint returns for the second time this season. And I, for one, am very much so hoping that this season's Austria Sprint Race sets us up for as much chaos as last year's. Austria Sprint Race did. At last year's Austrian Grand Prix, Max Verstappen was on pole in Friday qualifying and then won the Saturday Sprint Race, so we all resigned ourselves to the fact that Max would surely be going on to handily win Sunday's Grand Prix. Extremely Corso voice, not so fast. Shockingly, Ferrari put on a tire strategy masterclass, I know, right? while Red Bull struggled and Charles Leclerc would go on to win the race with Carlos Sainz on his way to securing a shock 1-2 finish for Ferrari before Sainz's car pulled a Ferrari and turned into a real-life version of the fiery everything-is-fine meme, except everything wasn't fine and he had to retire from the race and miss out on an almost assured P2 finish. So here's to hoping that, once again, the Austria sprint race result is not the eventual Grand Prix result because that would be boring. Your second storyline, will we see Checo Perez finally return to form at the Austrian Grand Prix? Checo has been having a rough time scoring quality points as of late, all stemming from his failure to make it to Q3 in qualifying at each of the last three Grand Prix, despite him being in the undeniable fastest car in the grid that his teammate has put on pole position at each of the last three Grand Prix. It's obviously a form issue and not a skill issue, as Checo was on pole position twice through the first four races of the season, and I am sincerely hoping that this weekend's Austrian Grand Prix is where we see the return of that early season Checo who won two of the season's first four races and was fighting Max for the championship. Fortunately for Checo, the Austrian Grand Prix's circuit, the Red Bull Ring, is the ideal circuit at which he can attempt a return to form because, one, it's his team Red Bull's home circuit, and thus he'll have loads of support there. Two, it has the fewest number of corners on the entire F1 calendar and thus features less opportunities for him to make a mistake. And three, it has a bunch of DRS traits, and his car absolutely feasts on DRS traits. Nom, 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 nom. Formula One is way more exciting when Checo is fighting his Red Bull teammate Max Verstappen for race wins, as we all know. And I think I speak for everyone in the world when I say, Vamos, Checo! Your third storyline, the battle for second place in the Formula One World Constructors Championship is getting spicy. While Red Bull continue to run away with first place in the World Constructors Championship by a lot this season, less than one race worth of points separates Mercedes in second, Aston Martin in third, and Ferrari in fourth. And with all these teams consistently adding upgrades to their cars, or seemingly in Ferrari's case, downgrades, it's truly impossible to tell right now who is going to end the season in second place. 
My guess, personally, is Mercedes, just because of how much they've been able to improve in such a short amount of time, and because they're not named Ferrari, and they also don't have Lance Stroll driving for them. But Aston Martin have shocked us all before, so I definitely would not put it past them to shock us all again. Would kind of put it past Ferrari, but you never know. This is surely going to go down as one of the best battles for second place in Formula One history, if you're into that sort of thing like I am. And I absolutely cannot wait to see how the rest of the season goes. Who do you think is going to finish the 2023 season P2 in the World Constructors Championship? Let me know in the comments, and also don't forget to comment J-Bone! My Austria preview is also sponsored by Bird Dogs. And listen up, because I have a new code. It is code BONE at birddogs.com bone for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. Bird Dogs makes the best shorts and pants you will ever try on. And as always, I am not just saying that because they're paying me to. I, J-Bone, legitimately wear Bird Dogs at least four days per week. I'm wearing them right now. Look. Brr. And I do that because uh, they look great. They feel even better, and because I can do anything in them, I can chill, I can bike, I can golf, I can work out, I can go on a road trip, and I can even swim in them. Yes, you can swim in them. If you're one of the Formula Bone subscribers that I met at Road America a couple weekends ago, you can confirm that I wore bird dogs there because I love bird dogs. And also, don't just take it from me, also take it from Squires, a member of the Formula Bone Discord who used my bird dogs code to get himself a pair of bird dogs and a free tumbler and declared them to be, quote, so comfy. I assume he is referring to the shorts and not the tumbler. You need to be wearing bird dogs, and I've got you covered with a special deal. Go to birddogs.com bone and enter promo code bone for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. The tumbler is one of those super premium thermos things that keeps your drinks hot or cold. Yeti sells them for like $40. That's birddogs.com bone, promo code bone for a free tumbler. You will not want to take your bird dogs off, I promise you. Your fourth storyline, Williams are the team to watch in Formula One right now. Williams were Formula One's last place team until they added some magic upgrades to their car in Canada a couple weeks ago that led to them, shockingly, finishing the race in seventh place, which was their best finish since 2021 and made them no longer last place. This success came on the back of their new team principal, James Vowles, being an absolute genius who I would trust with my life, and who knows how to get the most out of his scrappy team, and their star driver, Alex Albon, having an absolutely masterful afternoon full of incredible defensive driving and remaining calm, despite the speedy Alpine of Esteban Ocon being on his tail for most of the race with fresher tires. Williams are now seeking their first back-to-back points finishes since 2021, and I honestly think they're gonna do it because the Red Bull ring with its back-to-back-to-back DRS straights is set up perfectly for Alex Albon to get his elbows out and lead a DRS train around the circuit all day long as the Williams car is one of the fastest cars in a straight line on the grid and the upgrades that they added seem to have improved the car well enough to where it can manage in the parts of the circuit that aren't straight, whereas in the past it could not. And hopefully Logan Sargent does something good too. And your final storyline to follow for the Austrian Grand Prix this will be an emotional weekend for Red Bull Racing. Neither Red Bull Racing nor AlphaTauri would exist without Red Bull co-founder Dietrich D.D. Mateschitz's revolutionary vision to forever change what a Formula One team could look like. The Red Bull ring we'll be racing at this weekend also would not exist without D.D. as Mateschitz bought and renovated the downtrodden Ainz ring in order to bring Formula One back to his homeland and give his Formula One team a home circuit. 
Mateschitz sadly passed away last year, and this will be Red Bull's first return to the Red Bull ring since his passing. So expect to see many, many tributes to this true titan of Formula One all week long. Now the moment you've all been waiting for here are my three bona fide race predictions for the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix. My first race prediction is that Checo Perez will return to the podium after three straight podiumless races. The Red Bull ring is the perfect place for Checo to bounce back after his recent run of poor form because, as I said earlier, it's his team's home circuit, so he'll have a ton of support. It has a bunch of DRS traits, which his car loves, and it has the fewest number of turns of any circuit on the F1 calendar, and thus the fewest number of opportunities for him to make a mistake during qualifying. My second race prediction is that Fernando Alonso will not podium at the Austrian Grand Prix. I love Fernando Alonso as much as the next guy named Bone, just look at my shirt, but the Aston Martin car's weaknesses relative to Red Bull and Mercedes seem to be medium speed corners and straights, which the Red Bull ring has plenty of, so not looking great for Aston Martin this weekend. Speaking of which, my third race prediction is that a Mercedes will podium at the Austrian Grand Prix. After the upgrades that Mercedes added in Monaco, the Mercedes car has looked quite slippery on the straights and has excelled in medium speed corners, so I like at least one Mercedes to finish on the Austrian Grand Prix podium considering those strengths set Mercedes up well for the Red Bull ring. Next up, here are my predictions for the top five finishers in the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix with zero reasoning nor explanation. P5, George Russell, P4, Fernando Alonso, P3, Lewis Hamilton, P2, Checo Perez, and P1, Max Verstappen. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here after the Austrian Grand Prix for my Austrian Grand Prix recap, where we will digest all the insanity that occurs at this race weekend together. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters, Kolki, at Rated Bookie, and Glow. Thank you so much for your support on Patreon and YouTube. Until next time, folks, J-Bone! <sighs> J-Bone <sighs> J-Bone